Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm very pleased to have Dr. Pratiksha Gandhi as my guest today. Dr. Gandhi is a global healthcare leader, serial entrepreneur, preventive cardiologist, author, speaker, and researcher. Her mission is to eradicate cardiovascular disease by preventing heart attacks and reversing heart disease using non-invasive and cost-effective treatments. She is India's first woman preventive cardiologist and founder of the Mumbai Institute of Preventive Cardiology. Under her leadership, IPC centers have treated over 100,000 cases that also involve international patients with a 95% success rate. She was named as the best woman entrepreneur in 2006, making her India's first woman doctor to have received this honor. She is a renowned international speaker and award-winning author, has published thousands of articles, created several health shows for television, and constantly works to spread her message of heart care prevention to millions of people globally. Dr. Gandhi is also trained and certified as a counselor for children with special needs, especially ADHD and dyslexia, due to personal challenges she faced in raising her family. She is passionate about treating children with special needs with natural therapies, using medication only when necessary. She works with a team of health and wellness professionals who have achieved fantastic results in helping children with special needs using her techniques. Welcome, Pratiksha, and thank you so much for joining me today to talk about the important work you're doing to help better the quality of life for those with special needs. Thank you, Gilda. I'm so happy to be here, and I really a big hello and warm welcome to everyone is, who is hearing us and out there, and my heart reaches to all the amazing people who are taking care of the kids and giving care to the kids. And we are all here to make this a better place. Right, Gilda? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we do what we do. You got that right. So to begin with, Pratiksha, can you share your personal journey as a parent on how you help your own daughters reverse ADHD and dyslexia? Oh, yes, Gilda. This is, a, this is something very personal and touching because uh, like uh, when I I got twins, they were premature and they were almost in um, uh, the neonatal unit for more than two months, you know, and uh, they had challenges where like at fifth month they started wearing specs and I was going through all this and by the time I think they were four, I was uh, a single mom uh, managing them and then they went to kindergarten that is where all the learning issues uh, started getting discovered you know and uh, I was clueless of what was happening and why they were not able to understand and comprehend things and I started getting complaints that uh, uh, like one of the girl is not sitting in the class just abruptly standing and roaming around teachers were not able to figure out and the other child is not ready to interact and, you know, like all those things. And it led to the uh, child uh, psychiatrist intervene and do a battery of tests. And then uh, this huge uh, label came in of 
ADSG and dyslexia, which actually shook my whole world, you know, like I am sure that all parents, oh, once when they go through this initial phase of, you know, it's, it's very, very shattering, you know, and uh, me too, like, you know, I also went through that intense phase, you know, and here I was sitting and wondering that, like, okay, I'm doing great in, in my work, but how can I help those kids, you know? So as usual, like what every parents would do, we have to go through the conventional route. Uh, we took them to rehab uh, almost like every day evening, like it was a routine where after the school hours for two hours, they would go to the re rehab center, do various exercises and games and uh, spellings and, you know, all those teaching occupational therapists and rehab therapists, everyone like working with them. And, uh, like, in spite of that, uh, didn't see much of improvement happening because the complaints were on. And I was really sitting and wondering, like, you know, what is to be done. And it reached to a point where uh, I was told that uh, giving them medications is the only option left, you know. And I know the side effects of these medications. And... I just didn't want to do it. And I was just like feeling uh, so much helpless and I was just praying God because I'm uh, also yoga and meditation teacher. So I was just believe in God that if you have given me this difficulty, you have to show me the way because there's no way which I'm going to give them medications. And the first thing I think I did was that I just started checking on the environment where I thought that I uh, I need to uh, change their school environment because I saw that there was no compassion uh, in the teachers or there was no sensitivity of the people who were handling them, you know. So I researched, I went to another uh, to another school where uh, the departments were more geared up. It was a private school, had to spend a lot of money. But uh, they started uh, getting better counselors and uh, I, I stopped didn't send them to rehab because one evening was very touching where my daughters uh, just came and told that, you know, uh, we are being put with another children and they say that we are mad, you know. And uh, they were very, very upset and they told me that you may be the best doctor or uh, whatever, but, you know, what what are you doing for us, you know. And that was my real breakdown point, you know, that somewhere even when they are going to the therapy and the kind of labeling they are being given as uh, someone who is abnormal is actually, instead of improving, worsening them, you know. And that uh, uh, made me rethink the whole strategy. In fact, I uh contacted one of my psychiatric friends uh and i underwent a complete course of understanding uh dyslexia and adhd and getting certified because i thought that now i'll have to uh i'm challenged you know as both as a doctor and a mom you know because they, my kids are uh, not i mean feeling good about me that i may be helping hard patients but i'm not helping them right you know so I, I, in spite of my busy practice, I was uh, going for this uh, correspondence, I mean, this uh, course where every time I was learning for counseling them, 
then i understood their world and uh, after changing the school we worked on a very different level we didn't go for the medication route i went on uh, homeopathy natural therapies we worked on the diets uh, we worked i i started calling the uh, therapist home at in their environment where they were uh, no labeling even in the schools i started coordinating with the teachers and by the age they were 12 years we took all the tests again and they were no longer uh, adhd and dyslexia and when they were 14 years uh, we actually migrated to us this is all the story i'm telling you back in mumbai in india at 14 i realized i mean uh, I, i realized that you know they need to be in a country and an environment which is more sensitive and open to uh accepting this kind of kids and giving them a a better life you know so i i when i migrated to us uh their results were normal so i put them in the public school because they were always in private school from kindergarten till uh grade 7 in india uh, under lot of care but i just threw them into a public school environment with normal kids and to my surprise they thrived they did very well in fact one of the girls uh, topped in grade 9 in 1200 uh, kids you know and it was such a it was like you know that whole journey of uh, like you know being their underdog and becoming a hero you know and uh, it 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 motivated me so much that i put them uh, into early graduation into the home school and in fact both of them are doing so well in college and flourishing taking parts in the club and i think whatever adhd or dyslexia all those things we went through has become like a past history you know it it no longer is a part of their lives now and i think they are they are so good and i am so grateful to god and the guru and all the blessings which we have that they are amazing girls which i am very proud of that is an amazing story um and uh kudos to you for going a different route than the one that most people are are sent down and the one that is uh recommended to most people so what are some of the natural therapies that you recommend uh for children with special needs and perhaps some of the ones that you used for your daughters sure gila that's 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 very much a uh, important thing to discuss i feel because as i told you that medications have got uh, not a good side effects and once you are on them then you know you are kind of addicted and it is very difficult to get off them so uh, what we started doing was at first as i told you that uh, that course helped me as a counselor because i started understanding their issues you know because uh having that compassionate uh, parenting and environment is important and then that helped me to also organize the routines uh i in homeopathy we study actually the personality so i had a good homeopath uh with me in my team who actually uh, uh studied them and what were the issues with them and we started giving them homeopathy therapies we started working a lot and improving their behaviors i used lot of music therapy because i have seen that classical music also helps a lot in actually uh you know calming them down improving focus improving concentration and one of the girls was very hyperactive and you know she just wanted to like you know exude that energy so i put her into drums you know 
so like she will just like uh, learn the drums and uh, that you know that whole thing would get out of her you know that whole that hyperactiveness and in fact she started doing so well in drums that uh, she passed all those exams uh, with great levels so that music helped them a lot then another thing which i had applied was uh, i had i was working with uh, people who are into paintings and drawings so what they do is that there is uh, this therapy where uh, through the paintings they make them draw and then try to understand what is going on in the mind of the child and then we started helping them you know uh, fix their thinking uh, there was one thing we did we did clay therapy uh, so a lot of we had i had literally like a battery of uh, you know therapists working with me uh, in and out uh, to ensure that uh, uh, like you know they are taken care of well and improving in fact in i used to also do periodic evaluation with a psychiatrist that they are not depressed because i have seen especially in the kids uh, who are uh, uh, like the kids of the divorced parents many times they also have a lot of emotional issues going on and a lot of things going on so many times uh, it is not very clear that whether it is a disease or uh, they are undergoing emotional stress which is coming up because a child's world is totally different you know so i i was doing lot of uh, you know like uh, the things in the background and i so always make it fun you know where they will never understand actually what is being done you know so actually you know that turned out beautiful you know because uh, like the way they were being taken care of was in such a fun way that they never realized actually that all the therapies were going on with them you know like yeah that's terrific because i have to tell you um I've had other guests come on talk about um you know music therapy art therapy and the results that they discuss and the stories that they tell are just mind blowing really the the yes, yes. positive effect that these kinds of natural therapies very often have and it's just a wonderful option I think for parents to consider um so Tell me, what is your opinion about the mindset that parents of children with special needs ought to have when dealing with the challenges that they very often face in daily life? And what tips would you like to suggest to help reduce caregiver stress? Because as we know, parents of special needs children go through a lot of stress themselves, and very often we're the last one on our lists. You know, <laughs> we take yes. care of everybody else first. <laughs> yes, that's true. And I would I would say that, Gila, that most important thing is, I think, is the mindset. Because uh, especially when this comes in, you know, we have a lot of emotions uh, and aspirations also uh, attached with our children, you know. So when something like this comes up, you know, the first situation is that, uh you you feel this that oh my god my child has to go through all this you know and uh, there is lot of uh response of sadness and you know helplessness and you know it's and i feel it's a natural human uh, sphere of emotions i would say you know to go through and now after this but the, uh, two things happen some people are able to cope up with the challenge and some people get frustrated with the challenge you know 
and i think that having a positive mindset of the parents uh, determines the success of the children it's directly proportional you know i mean i would call it a law because because there is no way by which these children can really come out by themselves if if the parents are going to be frustrated and negative and many of them like oh why why it happened to me and why have this child and you know like and uh, they just do the therapies for the sake of doing or just putting them on the medications and uh, playing the victim mindset what i say that oh what can i do i am doing my best i am giving them drugs i am giving them this then it, it, they just become more and more succumb to the problem okay so what i tell the parents is that the first thing is that i mean i know it's difficult but i say this that i thank god i thank god that i got this special children because i am very competent and efficient to manage the skills and i i trust in god i love jesus i trust in god and god has given me the situation so definitely uh you know i can manage it i think this is the first important mindset which parents need to have because this puts them in a position of power you know it puts them in a position of responsibility and now since i can manage it i'm going to do my best you know i and that is where you know i used our uh, like bhagavad gita we have lord krishna who always says that you know you you put in your best efforts and be detached to the fruits of the outcome you know <laughs> so i've always been follower of this quote that you know put in your best efforts and be detached to the roots of i mean to the results of the outcome because even as a physician you know i'm dealing with heart patients who are told that they will die and i am telling saving them without a surgery so there are sometimes good things which can happen bad things but what i what i do care is that i have given 100% of myself you know i have put in my best efforts you know because when you're dealing with human body you really don't know what is going to be the outcome if i am selling computers or a gadget okay fine if something doesn't work i can replace or do that but i can't do that with human beings you know so i think this detachment concept helps a lot and should be a part of the mindset of the parents because it will take away the stress from their their minds and another thing is that a uh, a uh, compassion i think because once you are because when i actually especially when i did the counselors course and i started understanding how their brain is wired differently and what is the confusion with the words and you know like how they blend things and b and d confusion and i had a lot of struggle of the shoelace and you know and especially when uh, you are normal and you are an achiever you know it becomes very at a point frustrating to see this you know happening with your child but you know somewhere then you have to keep a check on yourself that you know hey you know you have to develop that compassion that uh it is it is not necessary that my child should be exactly like me you know that's also very important because 
most of the time uh, most of the times it is stemming from that what we call the ego or we call maya or the delusion i think my my yoga training have me immensely to you know overcome all these issues and the mindset which i developed around the skills uh where i could really apply the principles which i learned you know uh, uh in my yoga uh, philosophy and science courses because this is something which the normal world doesn't teach you you know and i was fortunate that uh, god had actually prepared me with all this knowledge beforehand so i could apply it you know it was my like a test ground so mindset as i told you i'll just uh, like recapture that first is that be in a seat of power responsibility and compassion put in your best efforts and leave the results to god wonderful things are going to happen coming to the second part gilda which you asked me about the caregiver trips i feel mm-hmm. as you rightly said that we are so engrossed in solving and uh, doing things for uh, the children around us that we do forget ourselves you know so so Absolutely. i made a, i made a schedule where in the first in the morning what i would do is that i will just first do my exercises stretching meditation so that i'm calm because getting things ready for them and you know dealing you require to come with a very calm mindset you know so you start yourself with that calmness second thing is i also uh, like when i would come back from work you know i would also uh, ensure that i take some break for half an hour and you know like have some kind of relaxation phase for myself uh, i was fortunate enough to organize help around me at uh, where i could you know take that time for myself i know many people are not able to do it so they may have to do when the children maybe are sleeping or you know like they will have to schedule it in a different way but i would i am very i'm very clear that uh, taking yourself of yourself is very important taking breaks also i think is important where uh taking support of the community the relatives and the people around us where uh the children if you know you have grandparents or uncles or aunts and if someone can around take and give the uh, them a, the parents or the direct caregivers a break because that also helps you to like kind of detox that's very important and the third thing is that as i told you that uh when somebody is a caregiver the mindset which i have brought up my girls is with that you know like many times the pair as parents we have like you know ego oh i am like the mom or the dad and i have to do everything and we take everything on ourselves but you know what i i i have this belief system where i say that you know when we read the bible we read the gita we read everything we are always taught that we are the child of god you know You, i mean each one of us is a child of god and each one of us has that divinity in us so if 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 my kid is also a child of god and god has trusted me to take care of this child of god you know so that takes away my stress completely rather than coming from that i sense that oh i am the only one who will be doing this you know then i get into a lot of pressure so i feel that if we keep this things in mind of taking care of ourselves and giving it to god in short 
I'm sure that we will not have caregiver stress, you know. Those are some uh, very good words of wisdom, Patiksha. <laughs> very good Thank words you. of wisdom there. Thank you, Gilda. Um, yeah. In your writing, you mentioned something called oxidative stress. Can you explain uh, your experiences of reducing that and the benefits that it has for children with special needs? Oh, yes. Uh, because if I if I look from the body standpoint uh, and the physiology standpoint, uh, there are a lot of uh, research articles on PubMed. Uh, for the people who don't know what is PubMed, PubMed is actually the U.S. national uh, government's website for all the research uh, which happens uh, in the world, which is peer-reviewed. So if we go to PubMed and research, we see that a uh, lot of studies are coming up where ADHD, autism, uh, dyslexia, all these kind of uh, issues are linked actually to oxidative stress. So here I would like to like explain in layman's term like what is oxidative stress. Uh, I think we have to go back to the high school uh, cellular biology days where we all know that our body is made up of trillions of cells and we have got uh, uh, like uh, inner cell mitochondria, which is a powerhouse and it keeps on generating the energy which is required for functioning of our body by converting uh, the food energy into the cellular energy, which is ATP. Now in this process, there are a lot of uh, free radicals which are generated, like how when a car is burning the gas, you know, to propel forward, there is an exhaust. Same way, like, the free radicals are kind of exhaust. And our cells need to uh, neutralize it to the body's antioxidant enzymes, you know. And when uh, this neutralization is not happening effectively, there are excess of free radicals which causes oxidative stress. So what did you find is that uh, in pe children who have this kind of uh, needs, special needs, they have like excessive oxidative stress than the normal kids. So uh, I'm working with uh, uh, like uh, nutrigenomics, which is actually a field where we use the natural compounds and herbs and research it on its effects on the genes where the genes which increase uh, the antioxidants and reduce uh, the oxidative stress, you know. So we are we are doing all those things and we are having a team of professionals and we have found amazing results. We have got one doctor, uh, uh, like he's, he's a neuroscientist and, you know, for uh, autism and ADHD, they do this brain mapping when they do. So when they give this neurofeedback or any of the therapies they are doing, they are doing this brain mapping to study the hyperactivity areas in the brain. And it was amazing that when he did this brain mapping, uh, like uh, first he gave almost 18 sessions of neurofeedback and he just gave this products to reduce oxidative stress. Just in 12 days, the brain mapping was completely normal, you know. And this was a great... Uh, you know, like a scientific uh, evidence which I saw. And then I started like, you know, so whenever like uh, we have these children with special needs, we help them 
like you know to reduce oxidative stress which i have seen uh, uh because when i was treating my kids that time these products were not available to me uh but i was reducing through other methods like antioxidants but now these products which are available in us and having the kind of results which i have experienced me and my team members are amazing so uh this is what uh becomes a kind of a exciting thing and a good news for the parents uh because along with the traditional methods whatever is going on if we can incorporate this methods of reducing oxidative stress i think we can help our children in a better way i am not saying uh, that we are here to treat cure prevent or mitigate any disease because uh, as we know that there is this 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 disorders there are a lot of there are a lot of issues which are involved but what i what i, I have seen is that if the child is able to focus better concentrate better the handwriting becomes better the academic performance becomes better so i think the aim of the therapy is that and if we are achieving this aim uh, by reducing oxidative stress uh, through natural methods and natural products i think that is something which gives us light at the end of the tunnel you know and i'm i'm, I'm so excited to share this and thank you so much for giving me this opportunity you know to I'll tell you about my story my journey and you know what all uh, awesome things which uh, i have you know discovered in my personal parenting as well as my experiences with the other people uh, whom i'm supporting in this journey are these techniques that you've just discussed uh, for reducing oxidative stress are these things that are readily available for people um is this uh, something special that they have to be guided through is this something that they can oh yeah you know, so yeah so what we what we can do is that basically yes, they they need to be they need to be guided through they are available and uh, uh we have to see that uh, we will have to we'll have to study that how each one is having issues so basically uh, like uh, I, i can be reached out for this Well, tell me, how can our listeners reach you if if they have questions and they want to know more? Oh, sure. Uh, I can. Uh, I'm basically uh, like I'm there on Facebook, Dr. Pratiksha Gandhi. I I have got Facebook groups also which educates them, and I have my email ID, which is my first name Pratiksha P R A T I K S H A dot Gandhi G A N D H I M D at gmail dot com. I would be happy to like receive you know any any help if it is required or guidance if it is necessary uh, to help parents on these issues. Uh, and they're on LinkedIn also. I'm pretty much on the social media, you know. So I, I would be happy to help if anybody needs, you know. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Pratiksha, for your time and for sharing some wonderful information with us today. Thank you Gilda I also enjoyed being here and thank you for all the amazing parents you are great you are brave and you are the chosen one so always remember that and god loves you and god loves your kids and we are we are here because we we make things better thank you I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us I'm Gilda Evans reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life